0: Oh my goodness, Uh, it is party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Uh, It is Monday, and I discovered this morning that Siri cannot drive in uh, Dallas traffic. Um, It's like right there at the exit when you're four lanes over. That's when she says, take the exit. Ah, I love Siri. We're just days away, Puppet Master and uh, Super Mario, Chris Cruz. Listen, Mark and Chris, we're just days away. From the new, improved, newly renovated Chad Prather Show. Literally, it's coming. It's coming Uh, sometime around January. What? When are we back when it's all done? The 3rd? The 3rd of January. So, we're going to go through this week. And then we're going to be, uh, we've got one more show. The final show of the year will be the 20th. And that'll be next Monday. And, Chris, do we are we going to do any replays or anything through the final weeks, or are we just yeah, going to let we'll it go? Yeah, we'll be all replay until January All 3. replay. So you'll have a chance to get caught up if you want. Uh, of course, I want to encourage you guys, be following me on Facebook. I promise you. Uh, I will do some Facebook Lives. We'll talk about things. I'll try to do it every day. Try to do it every day all the way through the Christmas holidays uh, because that's what I like to do. I like to stay in touch. I don't like I don't like the momentum to stop, and I have things I want to talk about. Uh, one of the new things that I'm doing and encouraging people to do is go and join at Social. It's a new, uh, social network that's out there. It's been around for a minute, but I've been using it, getting better and better at it. Uh, it's a subscription deal. Uh, so you can't be censored on there. Somebody said, oh my God, you got to pay money to be free. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the way it works these days. Uh, you got to pay not to have so much communism in your life. And, um, God bless free market economy. But use promo code chat if you sign up over there. Follow me on Telegram at Chat. Are you on Telegram? Y'all, either of y'all, y'all do any of that? Like, I've kind of started, I'm, I've dabbled in Telegram just last night. I've started enabling it, the chat where people can comment back. I don't know if I'm going to have time to keep up with all of that. But I'm posting to Telegram every day. Uh, we're doing free space. We're doing Gab. We're doing Twitter. We're doing Twitter. Twitter is a good, I'll tell you where Twitter is helpful. Twitter is a good litmus test just to see what level of asshole people are operating on, right? Like, you just post something out there. I said the most profound thing that made people mad, because I know everybody's like, you just got to quit cussing. And I'm like, people need to relax, because they, they act like cussing is the unpardonable sin. Um, um, listen, if, if you have a BMI, a body mass index over 28, then you got bigger sins to worry about. Uh, than cussing, all right. Like, like gluttony is an actual sin uh, versus your interpretation of what you think a curse word is. But I said something, Chris, so profound last night on social media, uh, and I want you to think about it. I said uh, the thing about assholes is once the shit comes out, they can't put it back in. They can't take it back in. <laughs> it's so true. It's so profound. Watch what you say, people. Watch what you put out there because you can't take it back. And uh, out here in this political game that I've been playing, crisscrossing Texas, wow. Wow. Some of the people that are supposedly in leadership. It's amazing to me the things that they say and do. Uh, But that's a side note. Anyway, uh, follow me on social media. We're out there. We're doing it. We're putting the content out there. Having a good time. Of course, subscribe at YouTube if you're not already. And uh, tell your friends about us. And, and you know what? Still get the book, Am I Crazy? It's been a, it's been a wild and crazy year, uh, 2021, where we just, we just let our corruption just lay out there. Uh, but I'll tell you what, some good things have happened. Of course, we know the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict that came back. Uh, Jussie Smollett was, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, five out of six counts, he was charged guilty. Um, we saw that Brian Williams has resigned from NBC. And Chris Matthews has resigned from Fox. He's going to go over to CNN. Chris Wallace, I'm sorry. Uh, Chris Matthews. I don't even know if Chris Matthews with his tingle up his leg is still alive. Uh, anyway, Chris Wallace has done it. Uh, good riddance to him. Uh, let's see. So many other things are happening. The, uh, and uh, all of the while, nobody's talking about the Jelaine Maxwell deal. Nobody. Jelaine Maxwell. She's the one who was procuring underage girls for Jeffrey Epstein. No. Yes, and that trial is going on in, the, in, in, you know, in, a, in a time when the holidays are happening and people are paying attention to that. No one's listening to the media that much. All of these folks are kind of they're resigning and they're leaving and all these things are happening right in the midst of this. Uh, and we're talking about shootings and schools and, and all of these kind of wild things. But no one wants to talk about Jelaine Maxwell. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Buckle up, folks. A lot of stuff's coming. I, and actually, I'm going to take a break, but when I come back, I'm going to blow your minds with something about your favorite show on television, Yellowstone. I, I'm going to piss some people off about Yellowstone. No spoilers. I'm not going to talk about the actual show. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind with something because someone said to me uh, at an event the other day that the last thing we have left is like rodeo in Western culture. And I blew their minds. I, I upset the apple cart, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upset yours, too. We'll get some hate mail about this, but I'm gonna, it's going to mess you up, all right? Uh, hey, it's almost time to start thinking about what you're going to get everybody for Christmas. I mean, like right now, you got to do it because you got to get it in before Christmas. iTarget Pro, that's what I want you to get revolutionary system you can dry fire practice with your actual firearm and the comfort safety and privacy of your own home somebody said to me gerald said to me on a live chat the other day they said well you still have to get the recoil well no no if you dry fire you learn the trigger function and, and the speed and the reaction and all that stuff of doing it without the recoil so that if you practice it that way the recoil doesn't change the way your your trigger function is you understand what i'm saying so learn to dry fire practice ammo as we know has gone through the roof uh, you got law law-abiding gun owners out there. You need a good way to train regularly. You don't have to go to the range or buy the ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app. Load the laser bullet into the firearm. Start your training experience. You get the you get the muscle memory. You get the target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function. You'll learn your weapon. All right, iTarget Pro comes in all major calibers, including two, two, three for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com. People get mad at me because I call it a weapon and not a firearm. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, listen, I'll get you uh, 10% off plus free shipping with offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. Smart way, the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in a day. The letter I, targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code Chad. All right. All right. Let's talk about this for a minute. And I debated even doing this because this is going to make some people upset. But look, don't throw water on the fire alarm. OK, I'm just the messenger here. Uh, I've been doing some research on all these things, and specifically through my campaigning. One of the concerns that I have is the nation of China, specifically the CCP, the communist government of China. It's buying up American land like like, China doesn't have arable land left. So they have to go out and they have to find natural resources like that's why they own a ton of of Africa, uh, specifically Ethiopia. They have to have arable land. They have to have land that can grow things. Well, they've been coming in. They've been buying up a lot of America's resources. In fact, I get calls all the time from people who uh, have some story about some neighboring farm or ranch or a wind farm or something that's been bought up or sold to the Chinese. Uh, and it's happening in all these different states. It's happening a lot in Texas. We know the Chinese are buying our resources. Um, nobody's dip- disputing that and a lot of people are out there will say, oh, well, you know, infusing money into the U.S. economy, it's a healthy thing. Yeah. But when it comes to China, that's a different story. So I want to remind you guys about a guy. Uh, you've heard his name. He's hes starting to become a kind of, somewhat of a household name, especially if you watch the show Yellowstone, a guy by the name of Taylor Sheridan. Now, Taylor, and I like Taylor. I think he's a good guy from what I know of him. I've been around him once or twice. Um, Taylor Sheridan is a guy he. He did grow up on a Texas ranch, and I don't know if you guys know this. If you watch Sons of Anarchy, he was the, he was the, like the peckerhead cop, the guy they they killed everybody in that show. So I can't say they're, they're the one. He, he's the one they killed off because they killed off everybody in Sons of Anarchy. Uh, but Taylor Sheridan, uh, he had an idea for a screenplay and he pitched it to some different uh, Hollywood production companies out there, and most of them said, "Now nah, we don't want to do a show about cowboys," and uh, you know. Paramount, however, they decided to jump on it, and they even hired on a guy by the name of Kevin Costner to do uh, to do the show, and paid him about half a million dollars per episode uh, just to make it a, you know a big thing. So they got a lot of media attention and things like that. Uh, and then there was uh, major attention that was given to two Chinese firms, including. A billion dollars that was paid into Paramount, Paramount just one year before Yellowstone was launched. Now, Taylor Sheridan, of course, is the creator and the writer of Yellowstone. This was the idea that he had. And I won't even try to uh, pronounce the Chinese firms that are out there. But uh, let me switch gears for a minute. So in 2015, there was this New York business guy by the name of Thomas Tull. All right. He brokered a deal with uh, a Chinese billionaire who uh, owned the Wanda Group to buy Legendary Entertainment. Now, you guys know Legendary Entertainment. That's who makes all the DC Comics uh, movies, right? The Superman, the Batman, you know, the, the whatever they are, Justice League, all those things. Wonder Woman. So he bought a, he bought, they bought Legendary Entertainment from Thomas Toll for $3.5 billion in cash, stock in debt. So, what's interesting about that uh, Chinese a- outfit is they also own AMC Theaters, which is 8,200 screens across the country. So, China—the point I'm making—owns Hollywood. All right, they own the theaters, they own a lot of the entertainment that's out there. So, in 2021, there was this thing called Teton Ridge, it started popping up everywhere. Teton Ridge is owned by none other than Thomas Tull, the guy who owned a le- Legendary Entertainment, who sold it to the Chinese. And they reported uh, they, they 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 started telling everybody that Teton Ridge is this is this nonprofit type organization. They fell in love with the history and heritage of Western culture, so uh, they started acquiring different aspects of Western culture, such as uh, American rodeo cowboy uh, American rodeo cowboys and Indians magazine, better barrel races, American Quarter Horse Association uh, PRCA, the naming rights at the 2021 National Finals Rodeo, and run for a million. Now the Chinese, now the Chinese, because they own Thomas Tull and own Teton, uh, Teton Ridge. Guess what? Now they own our Western culture of America. Now this is a big deal, folks. So, uh, and by the way, Taylor Sheridan is the founder of Run for a Million, which is one of the things the Chinese own now. So the most famous horse ranch in the world is right here in Texas. That's the Sixes Ranch. It sold in 2021 to the Yellowstone Creator Group, which, is, of course, is Taylor Sheridan as the frontman of the group. Um, and uh, Teton Ridge LLC Corporation, licensed in Weatherford, Texas, listed as a foreign entity that was just created in 2021 as one of the holdings listed at the Sixes Ranch. Now, where that's a problem is the Chinese government has come in. And, and what is the last bastion of saying this is true hard rock Americanism? is the Western culture, the cowboy, right? The guy that rides in on the horse, he's the hero, he's the white hat, he's the, he's the knight in shining armor. That is America's white knight, is the cowboy. And so what happens is the Chinese come in and have bought up your Western heritage. So, so the folks that are creating Yellowstone, the folks that are doing rodeo, because I had a guy who said to me the other day, he said, well, the last thing we've got is rodeo. We, can't, we don't have NFL, we don't have NBA, we don't have all this, all this woke. It's just, a, it, it's just a rodeo now. So guess what? um we got the chinese that are preying on our history and our heritage and our western culture they've they're stealing our land and our resources right out from under us and guess what we're doing we're out buying another yellowstone t-shirt and watching another episode which i will do i'm, a, I'm an episode behind mark so um, i know you know you you diehards out there you're gonna be mad at me for pointing it out but it's all owned by china the message you're getting, is, getting is, is backed by Chinese money, and that includes our Western heritage. we got to stop this mess. we got to stop this nonsense. Just taking it to the highest bidder, and unfortunately right now, uh, you know, I, I heard Donald Trump say it in an in a interview with, uh, I don't know if it was Glenn Beck, just a clip because they were just together, or, or Bill O'Reilly, but he said it's not that China has that much money, but they can make that kind of money. They, they make a lot of money for people, and that's what happens. So, anyway, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Chris cares not because he's over there playing Chinese video games on his phone right now. It doesn't matter. Look at him. Okay, show him to me, Mark. Look at him. He's over there. on. He's probably playing Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Some Chinese nuts. <laughs> Just be careful where, you, where your allegiances lie, folks. Uh, of course, uh, speaking of Texas, they were in the news over the week because Gavin Newsom, who is the California governor, uh, he says he's going to exploit the Supreme Court response to the Texas abortion law. So what they did is the Supreme Court upheld the Texas abortion law, the, uh, the, uh, the heartbeat bill, but they still made it possible where abortion providers could sue uh, the Texas governor government. Um, but he wants to use that abortion law to enact stricter gun control in California. So um, (laughs) the California governor announced late Saturday that he has directed California lawmakers and the California attorney general to enact new gun control policies by crafting a law that mirrors the Texas abortion law. He said he wants that law to direct civil enforcement against Californians who manufacture, distribute, or sell an assault weapon or ghost gun kit or parts in the state of California. So going to be like a $10,000 per violation plus costs and attorney fees against anyone who manufactures, distributes or sells. Um, So the equivalent of that. Now, here's the issue that I have with that. I'll just jump right into my commentary on why that's dumb. So first of all, what's the argument about abortion? They say, well, if you make abortion illegal, there's going to be back alley abortions and people are going to break the law anyway. They're going to go get their abortions. Well, here's the difference between an abortion and a gun. The criminals that are are already getting back alley guns they're already getting them from somewhere else from from nefarious means okay this would be the equivalent of saying on the abortion side of things that i'm going to go out and sue the scalpel maker because of the abortion right like like i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna hold the scalpel maker accountable for for um you know these abortions or something like that because when you're talking about the manufacturer it's not you're not worried about the accountability being put on the person who pulls the trigger, the person who who enacts the violence. You're, you're going after the man. You're going all the way back to the source. This is similar to this uh, this Michigan, not Michigan. Was it Michigan? The shooting, the school shooting last week, uh, this uh, Ox, Oxford, Oxford, Michigan. Is that what it was? I'm, I'm going off a of memory here. Uh, but the, uh, where the kid comes in and he shoots and now they're holding the parents accountable too, and charge them with involuntary manslaughter. This is what, this is what I mean. This is overreach. You're going back. So you're going to charge the parents for manufacturing the kid who went in and committed murder. So, so this is, this is prosecutorial overreach across the board. Uh, and, and at some point in time, it's going to, it's going to get to a point where, if ideologically they're opposed to you or something you believe in, for instance, whether it's free speech or Second Amendment rights or, or whatever that may be, they're going to trace it all the way back to the source in order to hold everything that you believe in accountable. And therefore, it's going to violate, you're going to be in violation from the outset because they're, they're, go- they're not just coming at you and the infraction, they're coming at the complete underpinnings of everything you believe in. That's the logic that's there. So it's going to be interesting to see how how that goes down. Um, but, again, I'm still waiting on somebody to define an assault weapon or an assault rifle. They can't even do that, so I don't understand how these lawsuits are supposed to go. Because, again, if you continue to change language, you're going to change culture, and, and nothing's going to mean anything anymore. Uh, and so we just keep calling it an assault rifle. So racist. I don't know why, but it just felt racist to me, Chris. Uh, Speaking of racists, Sarah Silverman. (laughs) She went after Joy Reid. I tell you, they eat their own. They really do. Um, So, obviously, she's a liberal. She's a comedian, Sarah Silverman. Uh, She caught a lot of criticism. She went after MSNBC host Joy Reid. She told her, she said, you should read the articles before you talk about them. Because uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, he said that he was going to revive the Florida State Guard, a civilian force, uh, that he would have total control over. Uh, I've advocated for that in Texas. We have the Texas State Guard. We need to empower and equip them with our border crisis. Uh, but of course, the Democrats and the media members, including Joy Reid, MSNBC, they started going crazy, getting hysterical. They said it proved that DeSantis has authoritarian impulses. Uh, on Twitter, Joy Reid said, "So y'all know this is fascisty bananas, right?" Making up words. Uh, Let's play that, please. Own side, we can't even critique anyone in your own party without punishment. One of the hosts of The View was like, what hubris for Sarah Silverman to accuse a black woman of not reading? Oy, Jesus H, what the? F- I f***ing, I surrender. Good grief. I don't want any trouble. I cannot believe i need to say this but i did not criticize joy Ann because she's black but because she's a, a harvard educated journalist with the responsibility ideally of showing the whole picture and not just a piece of a picture yeah so what she's referring to there was she she came out and she said you need to read the entire article before you comment because the article went on to say that Florida would become the 23rd state in the United States to have such a force activated. So that disproves the notion of a fascistic behavior from DeSantis. And so that was the point that Sarah Silverman, she was basically saying, I would like to get straight news instead of everybody spinning this and saying, oh, well, this is a fascist move. No, it's not. It's if you if you understand. Uh, national politics and policy, you'd understand that this is not just Ron DeSantis doing this. It's happening across the country. It's it, There's precedent for that, okay? Um, and, and it is a constitutional right. I mean, look, the Texas Constitution, for instance, Article 4, Section 7 says that the governor of the state can act as commander-in-chief over the Texas state military and can equip them to do the job that it could because you have to have that in case the National Guard gets called up by the federal government, who is their final authority. Now, if the National Guard's operating in a state. The governor has the authority to to disperse them however he needs to. He can put them wherever they need to be, where they're most effective and most useful. But in a case of a federal crisis or something of that nature, the federal government has the right to pull the National Guard out. Therefore, you're left with the with the State Guard, all right? The states have the right to do that. Uh, I had a dude, I, I used a, a tweet the other day in, about states, right? And this, and this guy, of course, a black guy, you know, Joy Reid, don't come at me. Uh, he said, oh, you're using words like states' rights. Uh, and, uh, like, way to pull it back to the Civil era, uh, civil War era, dude. I'm taking it all the way back to Baron de Montesquieu, okay? I'm going back to French philosophy about governments and particularly republics in which we understand that states, yes, they do have rights, and those rights are very important, and not the least of which is your ability to defend themselves. So I want to come back to this Silverman story in a minute. we got to take a quick break. Uh, Patriot Mobile. Uh, They help you stand up. Just standing with them is standing for something you believe in right now. And those are challenging things to do these days, just standing for what you believe in because you get attacked. Uh, So buy from companies that stand with you and the the folks that believe in what you and I believe. Listen, now more than ever, we got to stick together. And there's been one mobile phone company willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom since 2012. 2012. Uh, Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile's got plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. And you know what? They share your values, support organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. So go to patriotmobile.com slash chad. Call 972-PATRIOT. If you want to talk to somebody, you can get free activation with offer code C-H-A-D. I spell it, Chad. They always have special discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or call 972-PATRIOT. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad, and we'll be right back. Hey, before we carry on, I want to talk to you about something. I come before you today to tell you that I have fallen into a deep and dark well, a valley of darkness and despair, a hole if you will. Yes, I, like so many others around me, have decided that I am part of a marginalized group and why you might ask what I want to wallow around and break myself upon the shoals of discontent and oppression. Very simple. I did not choose to marginalize life. The marginalized life chose me. Alternately, I've seen that Joe Biden loves to give money to marginalized people, and I'm reaching out to get some of that sweet, sweet pity money. Joe Biden, the president who shuts down pipelines but makes up for it by giving away free gas, just asked Camilla Bowles, announced the other day that the U.S. is going to be providing funding for media outlets around the world, ostensibly to promote the furtherance of free speech. It's part of the Presidential Initiative for Democratic Renewal. In short, the administration plans to give millions and millions of dollars to an organization called the International Fund for Public Interest Media, which in no way sounds like the kind of group that would funnel money into individual pockets rather than do what it claims to do, but I digress. Now, the stated goal here is to commit, quote, critical seed money to the fund to help foster America's commitment to sustain independent media around the world, including those led by and given voice to women and other marginalized groups, which sounds delightful and is the reason I've decided to become a marginalized media personality myself. Also, since the fund is expressly aimed at foreign media, I've decided to change my name, Paco Prather, Has a nice ring to it, see!" Folks, no matter how useful a vehicle is, you've always got to check to see who's behind the wheel. If Joe Biden was a man of honor and if his administration were anything other than a pack of rabid wolves, then I might actually look at this as a step in the right direction. Supporting independent journalism around the world sounds like a good idea because in some ways it is a good idea. Whether you're an interventionalist or a non-interventionalist, I think most of us can agree that spreading free speech throughout the world is inherently a good thing. Those countries whom we all regard as the world's most dangerous generally are that way in large, part because they have a tendency to smother free speech and a, with a pillow and then shoot a gun through the pillow. But here's my prediction. It doesn't take a great sage throwing chicken bones on the table to suggest that if we follow the money, we're apt to see corruption. And by the way, Garden-variety corruption where people are sticking their fat hands into the till is the least bad scenario uh, if this thing's dirty. What's far worse and unfortunately far more likely is that this money will be going to journalism. It, 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 listen, it's the top-down control sort of way of journalism, right? If this administration can control international narratives half as well as they control the narrative here at home, then we got a bigger problem on our hands. Now, Joe Biden might not be able to put a word together on a scrabble board to save his life but his administration isn't entirely shot through with incompetence. There are people within who understand the game. They know how to play it and will be ruthless in their approach to keeping their side of the aisle in power. Now, all of that being said, this is Paco Prather with the fingers of one hand on the pulse of world politics and the fingers of the other hand reaching for that check. God bless you, Joe. I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, he's going to, um, he's going to fund this international independent media using tax dollars. I mean, what could go wrong? I mean, really? Uh, oh, sounds like a sounds like a free and independent media to me. That is, uh, you know, it tends to be you you tend to um submit to the hand that feeds you. Uh, it's amazing what's going to go wrong here. Um, so he's wanting to, he's wanting to direct thirty million dollars. Uh, Paco Prather it does got a, it has a great ring to it. Uh I don't I don't know why I'm I'm starting to um you know take on Chris's identity but uh why don't you host the show Chris Chris Cruz could host the show and that takes care of it all We get some we get some of that Joe Biden media money baby Um yeah so it's it's going to be it's going to be a mess is what that's going to be And you're going to go back to uh Look! Look! And and let me. And I I wanted to say that before I go back to the Sarah Silverman story because Sarah Silverman's deal is a perfect example. If if somebody like a Joy Reid who claims to be a journalist, who is a Harvard educated person, wants to come out and say something uh, based on a headline she read somewhere or some some Twitter opinion without actually reading the article, uh, then then you then journalism is dead. In fact, if you have if you don't have objective journalism, so journalistic objectivity. Is when I can read an article or watch a news story, and at the end of it, I, the host or the writer, I, the person giving me the news, I don't know their opinion one way or another. I don't know how they feel about it. If I know how that writer feels about it, then that's become an opinion piece. That's an op ed. It's not journalism anymore. Tell me the news. That's what Sarah Silverman, Silverman has actually gone on to say. And she said, Look, I just want you to read the story and report it. So I have to give her props. Sarah Silverman. And, of course, they came, they came out at her and they said, oh, you're saying she can't read because she's black. I mean, that's a reach. I mean, you really are, are are hurting your back reaching that far. Um. So, you know, and that was what she said. She said, we can't even critique anyone in our own party without punishment. They eat their own. Like, it, like I've always – never mind. Never mind. So, um <laughs> – Oh. Uh, she said, where do I just get the plain old news? I need a news outlet that's just the facts, something that I can draw my own opinion. Uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, we're pretty opinionated around here. Watch the Steve Dace show. That's what I say. If you want to watch the news, if you really want to get informed on the news, um, uh, you can always watch Four Minute Buzz with Hillary Kennedy. Um, she's pretty solid, just straight reporting the facts. Um, watch Steve Day. <laughs> I've been indoctrinated by Steve Dace. That's a T-shirt. That's, that's the Dace doctrine. That's a T-shirt. I want to come up. Y'all tell me. Y'all let me know. Would you buy a shot glass? I, I want to put shot glasses on our uh, chat on blaze.com. Of course, use promo code Chad 20 for anything you buy at shop.blazemedia.com. Uh, I want to do shot glasses that say the only shot I'll take. Right? And and let's and let's put whatever on there, but just let's. I think we need to talk to Alexander see if we can get shot glasses. I'm sure we can. If Stuber Gear can get a stupid pen, we can get shot glasses. Something, and then and then just say the only shot I'll take. You know, Steven Crowder's got the Mug Club. Let's do let's do let's do the the the, the shooters. You know, the, yeah, the shot club or something like that. The shooters. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, I'll come up with a good name, but let's come up with like a club where everybody gets their shot glass and whether you drink or not, you know, just be your thing. Uh, the only shot I'll take and And maybe you don't take any kind of shot, but you can say this is the only shot I'll take. I think it's a good idea, Chris. Let's do it. Let's talk to him today about that. Uh, I think you guys will do it. And every now and then I think well, we'll start, we'll start ending every episode with a shot. We'll just take a little shot, a little tequila shot or something like that. And be shooters. Where are my shooters? We call it Chad Prather's Active Shooters. I don't know how that'll go. <laughs> As Mark rubs his eyes, <laughs> we probably will not go with that name. But I think it'd be fun to have a, a, a shot shot club. Um, anyway, my gosh, uh, yeah. What could go wrong? Joe Biden's going to fund an international media. Um, you know, here's the thing. You want to tell the truth? Get out there and tell the truth. Um, you know, I, it's just the problem is you're always going to have ideologies and ideologues who are going to come out, and, and they're going to be the ones who control that. They're going to siphon that money in a certain way to get their message out there. There's nobody that's neutral. You know, the other day in Brian Williams' uh, re- resignation, what was that, yesterday? He resigned from NBC, and— he said he didn't see himself as a, as a left-leaning liberal. He didn't see himself as a conservative. He said he saw himself as an institutionalist. I don't know about that, um, but everybody sees themselves as something, as something. Everybody has their opinions on things. Uh, I'm not as far right as a lot of people accuse me of being. I make fun of everyone equally. Like, so, you know, the tendency is, my thing is I'm a small government guy, right? I'm a small government. I want you out of my business. Um, you know, I love, I love our buddy, Eric July. I can't believe we've never had Eric on the show. Got to get Eric on the show who, who is a borderline anarchist. Like, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll take care of mine. You take care of yours (laughs) and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, but I just want everybody to be left alone. You do you boo. That's, that's my, that's my philosophy. Uh, anyway, God, I need a shot right now. Uh, hey, listen, uh, get prepared. TAC Pack, the monthly premiere subscription box. I love my TAC Pack. Military, tactical, prepper, Second Amendment enthusiasts love it. Uh, you got the new attacks on the Second Amendment. Now more than ever, it's important to show your support and get equipped. Forty nine ninety five a month, you get at least $100 worth of stuff from all the great companies 511, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First, Tactical, Armorspec. Tons more, uh, AR-15 parts if you're doing your build. You get your everyday carry tools, your knives, the gear to keep you prepared. And uh, the holidays are right here. So TacPack's a great gift. December's loaded with the uh, machined AR parts, tools, and, and got a whole lot more. It's a value of $105 this month. Uh, you can sign up for the Pack Plus, which has a value of over $245 uh, in the December pack. Use the promo code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. It's free uh it, it, when you check out you'll get a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack so don't wait they're flying off the shelf they've sold out before and uh, the deadline the, they've sold out before the deadline in the last few months go to tac pack that's t-a-c pack.com sign up tac use offer code chad and us independent journalists will be right back Hey, welcome back guys. Uh, it's always a, it's always a pleasure, especially on a Monday when, uh, you know, you got something to look forward to. You can have a good time, have a good laugh, kind of get your mind away from just the craziness that's going on in the world today. And uh, it tends to all pile up on Monday. You know, that big hangover from the weekend is just sitting on your face and, uh, uh, I got a good surprise for you today, brand new comedy special that has just come out today. It's called Bite the Bullet. My friend Jim Florentine, he is joining us on the show now. Jim, welcome to the show, man. Good to see you, buddy. How is everything?
1: Yeah, man. It's good to see you, too.
0: How's uh, where? Where are you at? You down in Florida? You New York? Where are you at, where, where are you at in the no, country? I'm in New Jersey. Okay. How are yeah. things up there? Are they, are they mask Nazis? Is it going crazy?
1: I was just in a supermarket. It was about 90% mask today. <laughs> yeah, they're all putting them back on, you know, so it's like, I'm walking around, I'm like, good, I stayed like 20 minutes extra just to annoy people, because you're, you're, you're getting the dirty looks again. I'm like, uh... relax, you got, th- you, got, you got the third booster, okay, relax, and you got your mask on, you'll be fine.
0: No, man, it's gotten to be insanity. I mean, these people, I, I'm like, why don't you just get 100 of them? Just just get booster after booster, just till your arm falls off. Uh, you got the new special. It's, it's out today. It's called Bite the Bullet. Uh, where'd you shoot this thing? And tell us a little bit about it.
1: I shot it in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut at the Fairfield uh, Theater. Nice little theater. I shot it back. And it's uh, I put it off free on YouTube. So you just go to YouTube. You watch it for, for nothing. That's awesome. The YouTube.com slash uh jim florentine comedy is where you could find it yeah and then you know your audience will like it because i do some transgender jokes right off the bat
0: <laughs> i love it i love that my reputation precedes me in such a way uh apparently apparently i you know i hate everybody so uh it's good i and was I actually of
1: fauci i go after fauci too nice nice i you love know, I, that know, dude. there, there could be everyone, nothing off limits right i don't know if anyone remembers you know fauci was around you know I don't know if you talked about it, but fauci's been around since the AIDS scare that guy made me almost you know have a, i had a garage sale i started selling my stuff because fauci said i was going to die because i was a heterosexual and you know uh they were all going to get aids too so i'm like oh my god i didn't wear a condom like 20 different times so i was i had a garage i was like i got i might as well start selling my stuff because i got six months to live he lied back then
0: (laughs) do you remember that though i mean as honestly with the aids scare like you were scared to be around anybody you were i mean it was like oh my god if you've ever done anything like you know if you've masturbated you're probably going to get aids right that was all
1: Magic johnson as soon as magic johnson came out that's when it was and it was just like And you know they were him and the CDC were going fifty percent of male heterosexuals are HIV positive, (laughs) and another year it'll be seventy five percent. And I'm like, oh my god! And then like six months later, I'm like, well, all my friends that are womanizers and these guys in rock bands they're not dropping dead all of a sudden what's going on here and then you realize it was just you know it's just to scare you into wearing condoms basically
0: yeah i wrote a bit a while back about a year and a half ago i guess about a year ago and i gave it to my friend jesse payton i, I told him to use it because it fit with one of the things he was doing i said you know the only the only uh, virus advice that i'm taking is coming from my, magic johnson uh that's that's the only guy that i'm going to listen to i mean I, I want the kind of aids where you not only survive but you get fat uh, like that's Magic Johnson virus right there. So the uh, how have you found things? I mean, out there doing comedy, you you've stayed pretty busy. How, how have things gone for you? How are you finding the audiences these days?
1: The the audiences that come to the comedy clubs are not offended. They want to laugh at edgy stuff. They're tired of you know walking on eggshells and being pretend they're being offended by everything. So when they get in a dark comedy club, they love it. I feel like the crowds have even been even better. They're yeah. not sensitive at all. And the sensitive people stay home, which is good. Yeah. They're not coming out, which is great. So it's it's a real it's a resurgence for comedy. It really is. And the crowds have been awesome. All the comics say the same thing. Like nobody's walking out going, Oh my God, I can't believe you said that, this and that. So it's great. I love it.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I try to tell people when I'm on media hits, when people say they want to bring up the Chappelle thing and people getting offended, I said, by and large, that's not your comedy crowd. It's the comedy crowd's not offended. It, it's, the, it's the woke mob that's out there that's watching from the outside. They weren't even part of the audience. Those are the people that are having the problems. Uh, I, I think that comedy is intended to be edgy. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. You do a damn good job of that. You're a master when it comes to that. Uh, and I think that's what people are looking for when they go to a show.
1: I got in the comedy. Every comic got into push buttons to maybe go over the line. Did I go over the line? Okay, maybe I need to go back a little. That's what you were supposed to do as a comic. You know, and now all of a sudden it's like, you know, yeah, the, the woke mob that doesn't come to comedy clubs is trying to say, no, you can't say that. You can't do that. So, yeah. um, you, know, you know, with Netflix, they're, I mean, at least they stood up to the woke mob. You know, at least they did that. But who yeah. knows the next person? You know, it's Chappelle. So, of course, they're going to stand up for, but who knows if they're going to come after the next person. But I never paid attention to those people. It was just like, you know, they're not coming to the show, so who cares? They're not your fans. You're not losing anybody. And as a matter of fact, you'll get more fans. Shane Gillis is bigger now that he, that they, Saturday Night Live, fired him after two days yeah. than if he would have taken in the gig. And I love that
0: yeah I was listening uh when was it It was the last couple of weeks I, I ran across i've you know I've got these different files I've got these things on my my playlist and stuff, and some of your stuff was popping up and it was back you talking about one of your specials that you did, one of your albums that you did uh or you were talking about uh how big your kid's pecker is and uh then you were talking about you know you made some pretty funny jokes and and it was like you know I would never date my own kid i mean he he, he his dick's too big <laughs> most people can't handle that kind of comedy man i mean it's, and now it's my,
1: that, yeah i know and now in my new special i talk about how I, my kid has discovered masturbation he's taking like three one hour showers a day now <laughs> so i make it even more uncomfortable <laughs> dude
0: there's not i mean at, at the end of the day and rogan said this a while back he said mocking is in the job description right that, that's what it's about you're supposed to be able to point fingers and and, and really make people uncomfortable uh, and I think George Carlin, Lenny Bruce, probably rolling over in their graves because they went to jail for this stuff. And uh, you're keeping it true to the art and the craft, and I appreciate you, man. I'm excited to see the special. People can get it, uh, Jim Florentine Comedy, right, on YouTube?
1: Yeah, youtube.com slash Jim Florentine Comedy. It's up there for free. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really proud of it. It took me like two and a half years to put the whole special together. Awesome. And uh, I think it came out really good. I'm excited. That's Getting good. Really good feedback and everything, so.
0: Well, I'm anticipating in the days ahead, we've promised to do it. We haven't done it. I want to do some shows together, man. I think we can
1: have a lot of fun. Absolutely, dude. I, I definitely want to do your
0: – Check it You know, out.
1: Chad, our friend, Chad, that opened for you said your yep. crowds are phenomenal. They're great. So that's the crowds I want to perform in front of. So. They'll,
0: they'd love you. They'd love you. And, of course, yeah. we're talking about Chad Zumok, my good buddy down in Florida. Yeah. He's awesome. Jim Florentine, you can check him out also at jimflorentine.com, if I'm not mistaken. And yep. uh, check him out, Jim. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I will give you a shout, and we'll uh, we'll figure something out. Be blessed, brother. Thanks, you Chad. Soon. I appreciate it, man. Thanks Take for care. having me. Bye. It's good to see Jim Florentine. He's a good buddy, man. I tell you what, the uh, world of comedy has been hit hard over the last year and a half with all the shutdowns and quarantines. But I, I agree with him. I mean, the comedy fans, they have a good time. Yeah, you can get a little edgy, folks. That's the nature of comedy, why we do what we do. Um, but again, sometimes, sometimes it's just simply a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget, go to where podcasts are offered, specifically uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Cathead1597. Off the rails, it's always a good day when uh, Chad is on a rant, Chris Cruz is lame, though. I got to agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree. Hey, listen, our hearts and our, our, our minds and our prayers and our money is going out to the uh, tornado victims, Kentucky, Illinois, uh arkansas six states were affected a lot of people uh a portion of our proceeds all of our proceeds over the weekend from watchchad.com went there and we're giving we're still giving a a large portion of our proceeds so if you want to buy a shirt to help go do that Uh, we're donating everything we got so uh, watchchad.com go to the store and of course com, get your stuff we love you and uh tomorrow will be tuesday monday's hangover so come back and join us again we love you god bless you we'll talk to you then bye you.